0: Warning. Ian hates music. Adults only. Explicit
1: content. Bad language. Controversial topics. Ian hates music. Warning. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian, and once again, on the Sinner's Line, we have... Who is it? It's your boy, James Bozenka. Wow. Look at that. I like this. You're getting so professional. I very much appreciate that. I I mean, mean,
2: last week, I called myself Javier, so we're getting somewhere.
1: Yeah, there we go. Yeah, every time, it just gets a little bit better, a little bit better. Well, let me tell you guys, I am still, unfortunately, sick Hopefully it doesn't, you know, mess up the actual recording and whatnot. I think I'm pulling it together okay. But if you hear a ridiculous coughing fit, just know I apologize. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you,
0: James.
1: (laughs) Also, I'm not sure if it's the same for you in Pennsylvania. But I don't know if my soundproofing didn't work. I have no idea. But it is so fucking windy out right now. It's like the scene in Deadpool two, and I just can yeah. only hope that X Force <laughs> learned their lesson from the last time. Oh man,
2: yeah, yeah. We uh, here in Pennsylvania, we we had the worst of it. I think yesterday we had an actual like weather warning for like yeah. twenty four hours.
1: Yeah, it's pretty insane. People are sending pictures of like chunks of trees, like chunks of trees that just fallen on their cars and whatnot. It's fucking awful. So just in case you hear a howling wind go by, <laughs> it's definitely from that and not some weird special effect I have for the show. It's not your beautiful death Corps whales or anything. Oh, they're so beautiful though, aren't they? <laughs> so fucking beautiful. So other than that, we do have a shit ton to talk about, especially in our favorite part of the show, but we have to wait for that for right now, because right now, I said right now multiple times. Right now, it is time for Scene News. All right, James, it is Scene News time, and we are going to run through these pretty fast, but let me know if you want to talk about any of them in particular. We'll start out with the, I think, the really big news, especially when we're going to talk about tours and live shows, is that we kind of mentioned it I think on the last episode but it looks like the ghost inside are finally back. They're going to be doing their first live show since 2015 and I think wow. it's going to be it's going to be in Los Angeles and it's going to be on July 13th, I believe.
2: Yeah, July 13th in LA, which I'm really I'm really happy that they're uh playing live again. I just wish it was not 3000 miles from me. <laughs> Otherwise I would go to it.
1: Yeah, it's at some place called The Shrine, and I've never heard of that place before. I'm assuming it has enough capacity to make sure they'll sell out. Yeah. That would be my guess. But what I am really hoping, and I'm sure many people have talked about it, I hope they do a live stream. And even if they charge for it, I think as long as they do it professionally, I think people will pay. And if any band could pull that off right now, I think it would be them.
2: Yeah, they're the only band I could think of that I would pay a live stri- for a live stream to see. So.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I would love to get out there for that show. I mean, there there's a possibility I could try and make that happen. I just, it's all the way across the country. And I have nothing else to do in LA. Like, it's not like I can yeah. go out there and be like, oh, let me stay with friends. that like, I know nobody. In LA. You can find, find Andy Beersack. Oh, well, we are friends. Yeah. If only, (laughs) if only, James. So yeah, I I think this is great news. I'm sure they've got a lot of you know like ring rust that they have to work out. I'm sure they've been practicing nonstop. It's going to be a very very emotionally charged show. Sure.
2: And I hope that this doesn't signal the end. I really hope it signals a new beginning for the band.
1: Yeah. I honestly I don't see this as an end unless they realize that they just can't play live anymore. But even then. I don't think they would do the show if they didn't have that confidence. Sure. I don't know. That's obviously outsider talking, but it just seems like I highly doubt they would do this if they didn't think they could do it.
2: Sure. I think it's, I think it's the ghost inside 2.0 at this point.
1: Yeah, I could see that. So July 13th, hopefully we'll have more to talk about with that. Hopefully we'll have some type of uh, review if they do, you know, whether we make it out there or if they do a live stream or something, I think that would be great. Yep. Now, some tour announcements. We've got Breaking Benjamin, Chevelle, and Three Days Grace going out on a summer tour. Now, Mm -hmm. I think at least one of the shows is near me, but it's not my favorite venue to go to. It's one of those big arenas. And Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I would go. I'm not a huge Three Days Grace fan now. Not with Mm -hmm. their new singer and their new style. It's not really my thing. But I do enjoy Breaking Benjamin.
2: Yeah, I I feel similar about Three Days Grace. I mean, I don't hate the new stuff, but I, my, like a lot of people, I prefer the older stuff. Right. But I do really enjoy uh, Chevelle and Breaking Benjamin, especially Breaking Benjamin. That was one of the bands that got me into, you know, that was one of my uh, gateway bands, I guess you could call them. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, and where I'm at, it's on a Saturday at Hershey Park Stadium, so it's like ah. a perfect situation.
1: Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, hopefully we'll have a review of that then. That works yeah. out pretty well. Yeah, definitely. Then we have Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie going out on tour. Now, I think that was already announced, but I think they added more dates to it, maybe.
2: Yeah, I would like to go to this. But unfortunately, I think the closest date to me is like New Jersey on a Wednesday night. So probably not going to be able to go to this, uh, but I would like to.
1: The closest to me is almost literally bumfuck New Jersey. Like, uh, Sorry, not New Jersey. That's funny. <laughs> bumfuck New Hampshire. And oh, it's not actually called Bumfuck, but it might as well be. It's mm. so way out. It's a, it's a place where I once saw, I saw Stained and Romstein there. Hey. Before Romstein cool. was like big in the States. So mm-hmm. it's just, but it's so far away from everything. There's just no way. It's not going to happen. Plus, I've seen Manson, I don't know, like 15 times live. Mm-hmm. Could you say it's
2: been a while since you've been to that venue?
1: It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the, the tea up there. That worked out yeah. very well. <laughs> You're learning. You're learning. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Word Alive. They're doing their 10th anniversary tour. They're only doing like, I, I don't know, seven, eight dates, somewhere around there. Also, nowhere close to me. I'm not really sure I would even go to this either, unless it was some very small venue.
2: Sure. Yeah. Are they touring with
1: anybody? I don't think they announced that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the word
2: alive a couple times before. They put on a good show, but they're not like my, you know, most favorite band in the world. I mean, they make decent music. It's more of just like I wouldn't go out of my way, like drive a couple hours to go see them.
1: Nope, that makes sense. So we'll move on from that one. We've got bless the fall with their headlining tour now. One of these bands we'll talk about later <laughs> on in scene news. They are no longer on this tour, and apparently, I don't think Palisades have been officially announced but I think they're probably the direct support for this Mm. but it's them Palisades and then Slaves and then they're going to open it up I think probably because they just lost a new band and we'll get to that later but that seems like a very strange tour because Slaves doesn't have Johnny anymore either and then to lose another band I don't know this is very very weird
2: this this is a hell of a tour it hasn't even started yet
1: yeah, they have a lot of shit that they have to deal with, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, too bad for the best of all guys, because I actually think they're nice dudes.
1: Yeah, I don't dislike them. I've seen them live. They haven't been that great live, in my opinion, recently, but there were times where they were good, so maybe yeah. I saw them on a couple off nights, possible.
2: Sure, I've only seen them twice, and the first time I saw them was I Matter 2016, and they didn't really play a good set. There were also a lot of technical difficulties, but the second time I saw them, they played a really good show. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe they're just a band that unfortunately has off nights.
1: It happens. But I will mention a band that I've never seen have an off night. I've seen them very many times. Palisades never has a bad show. So I've
2: only seen them once, but yeah, I can agree.
1: Yeah, that's worth it for sure. So moving on from that, there was a very late addition to what we want to talk about. There is the tour with The Fever 333, under Oath, Alice in Chains, and Corn. Heck yeah. All right, will you be going to that one? Uh for corn, yeah. Yeah, I mean look, I've never seen corn do a bad show either, but I also sure. haven't seen corn in 15 years. So sure, sure. <laughs> you know, it's I a little actually, tougher.
2: <laughs> I actually haven't lo- even looked at the dates for this tour yet, so I don't even know if it's coming anywhere close to me.
1: It's very, very fresh right now for sure. Yeah. But I mean, it's kind of what Dave and I had joked about on the show previously. These are the kind of tours that now under are gonna be you know, like be on yeah. because yeah. that's the type of, like that's the type of music they make now.
2: Sure, and you know what? They're doing all right, so good for them.
1: Oh yeah, they're gonna make a shit ton of money doing oh, sure. all this. I mean, so yeah. touring
2: with corn. Oh my god, you're gonna make a lot of money. Ton <laughs> of fucking money. That
1: is for <laughs> sure. So we'll see. But then, kind of on that note, along that line, Ozzy Osbourne had to cancel the whole rest of his tour besides before having to cancel a lot of it as well. Apparently he has pneumonia and won't be able to do the rest of the tour. I wish him the best. I mean, look, I've seen Ozzy so many times live. I've seen black Sabbath so many times, so many times, so many times live. And I look, you can't take away from how great he is. So it just sucks.
2: Right. I consider Ozzy Osbourne to be the godfather of heavy metal. So sure, just to like, it's really it's really hard to watch this happen because, like, you know, I just don't want to think about a world without Ozzy Osbourne. No one does. It's just – it would break my heart.
1: Yeah, and that makes total sense, and that's why we obviously wish him the best. Unfortunately, Absolutely. he's an old man. That's facts.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, it, it just really sucks that, like
1: – you know, because, like,
2: you see old videos of Ozzy rocking out, and even, like, into his like, – even into him being an old man, like, he – would rock out harder than even some younger bands. Oh, yeah. So it's just really hard to watch this
1: happen. True. Well, hopefully he'll get better. I don't know yeah. if he'll ever be able to tour again. I honestly, mm-hmm. I don't know. But hopefully he will be. But yeah, it's just, I mean, that's, unfortunately, that's life, right? Yep, unfortunately. Now, another part of life is Kevin Lyman trolling <laughs> all the warp Tour people. By saying, yeah, he mentioned <laughs> multiple times, that, oh, this is really difficult putting on these festivals. Maybe we'll just do a whole 39-date tour in between, just because that seems to be easier. And obviously, he was joking and then made a bad follow-up joke about thinking it was April 1st, which was kind of weird. But either way, we know it's only going to be five dates. We know that two of those are festival dates. Actually, at the time of this recording... They went on pre sale today, at least I think okay. the Atlantic City and the Cleveland one. And then for anyone that doesn't know what prices are, it's, it's like 120 something for the two day pass for the Cleveland one because it's a smaller show, it's like 30, 35 bucks. And then mm. if you want VIP for the Atlantic City one, it's like $230 or something like that. But I can wow. tell you, but here's the deal though. That's a two-day show with VIP. True.
2: I just need to see what bands are playing before I even consider making that purchase.
1: I think that's the thing. And I was thinking about today, I was like, do I just take the chance? You know, make sure I have that VIP. But I really do want to know who's going to be on the tour. The Cleveland date, I might actually get to. That one's only 30 bucks to buy, so who cares? Like, if that one doesn't work out... You you either, you know, chalk it up as a loss or you sell it, you know, for whatever. So that's, true. that's not the worst thing to do. I think the VIP I would have to get though, just because I've been it, you know, I've been to years and years of warp tours and mm. whether it's a hundred plus degrees or it's a tsunami, you want some type of shelter and mm. the VIP guarantees that.
2: Right. Yeah, I'm conflicted of what state if I do go to warp tour this year, I'm conflicted of which state I want to go to because well, Landing City is only three hours, but I also have a buddy who lives in Pittsburgh who would let me stay at his house, and then I would just try to drive to Cleveland from Pittsburgh.
1: Ah, okay. So, um,
2: like, uh, yeah, I'm a little conflicted. But
1: if I go, I'll let you all know. Well, also, just know it's going to be such a different show sure. at the Hall of Fame thing, too. Sure. You're probably only going to get, like, four or five bands, something like that. Mm, but, true. obviously, we will have, as soon as they make the announcement, We will talk about it. And I kind of wanted to bring this up at the same time as this announcement is that now Ty is not a fan of A Day to Remember. So he liked to joke that this is the Backstreet Boys of the scene, uh, which I do not agree with because I fucking love A Day to Remember so much. Me too. But they announced that big tour today. It's A Day to Remember, Knock Loose, and Boston Manor. Now, apparently those tour dates kind of line up where they might make, I think it's either the Atlantic City one or possibly the one in California as well. I mean, maybe even the Cleveland one. I didn't do my research on that because I don't care enough because it hasn't been announced, but there is the possibility that a Data Remember or one of the three or all three could play warp Tour as well.
2: Yeah, it's just what a hell of a lineup, man. I never expected Knock Loose to be direct support for a Data Remember. Well,
1: remember when Wage War was direct support?
2: That's true. Cuz I I always I always think of a Data Remember now being the band that opens up for Blink-182, which there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. It's just like I just assume a Data Remember is like past like bringing out modern scene bands, but I guess they just they've never forgotten their roots. Well, so, they're also
1: smart enough to know who to bring out. Like if you were to talk sure. about right now, who are the big bands in the scene that they know will be a draw as well? Yeah. You've got Wage War. You've got Knock Loose. And now Boston Manor is probably the biggest surprise. But I fucking mm. love their last album. They're tearing it up with real friends right now. And they've got that kind of like aggressiveness that works pretty well where it's still a different style of music. But you're not opening with like a very, I don't know, like a boring band. You're opening with someone who sure. can really hold their own.
2: Yeah. And it's just really nice to see more bigger bands taking out smaller bands like Boston Manor. 'Cause I felt like that was lacking for a long time and I feel like that's starting to happen more and that makes me happy.
1: Yeah, exactly. So another time, like right now, this this tour this tour <laughs> wow. See, I told you I was sick. This mm-hmm. tour uh, is not coming anywhere close to me. Mm. So I won't be going to it unless maybe I get to a warp tour where they're playing.
2: I'll have to look at the dates, so I'll let y'all know next week if I'll be able to make it.
1: I think there's something in Pennsylvania probably. Probably. There usually is. Oh, that's so insane. Boston gets nothing anymore. Like, it's so you're, We're supposed to be a fucking big city. Oh, it just sucks. Anyways, all right. Moving on from that. I did mention Wage War, so this is a very quick note. They are apparently in studio right now recording their third full-length album.
2: Let's go. Hype for this.
1: Oh, for sure. Why wouldn't you be?
2: Dude, I mean, just, they're a band that, like, in my opinion, they haven't done anything wrong yet. And I hope it stays that way.
1: No, I can see that. I can see yeah. that. Besides the very, 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 very similar guitar and chorus and everything that went into low compared to right. architect. I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't know right. how you mistake into the exact same song, but you know, allegedly sure. allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> but no, I like wage war as well a lot, but yeah. I, and I've seen them live a lot. So I'm looking forward to this as well. Absolutely. And now we're going to end scene news with two stories here. One, I'm not going to get in, and we might actually not get into extreme de- details for the other one either. But I just want to mention, anyone sharing around the Doyle Von Frankenstein story about how he doesn't like Spotify and he doesn't like doing VIP events, he said that on my show first. <laughs> all all of these metal you know quote unquote metal websites and people sharing around like oh i can't believe he said this on some random podcast i've never heard of he said that months ago on my show but i know i'm the outsider i know that all press won't pick up my shit i know rock sound won't because i make fun of them all the time but there are other sites that i don't make fun of that should probably pick up the shit that people are saying on ian hate's conversations just saying
2: they're all too busy with water parks man
1: Oh. <laughs> Dude, they're so bad. <laughs> they're so fucking. Bad. I can't get over how bad that band is. I'll never. I'll never understand. Obviously, you know they sold their soul. Whoever works with them sold their soul to be popular because they're just so untalented and so. Look at me, look at me. I need attention. It's so fucking annoying.
2: You know what's funny? Because I've been a longtime fan of Ian E&H music before I was even a co-host. I. I am so dedicated to the show that I personally made a vow that I would never listen to water parks and I've kept to it.
1: (laughs) So I have no idea what they sound like. (laughs) Maybe someday we'll have to make a bet where your punishment is you have to listen to water parks. Oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. We'll hope it never gets to that. But look, and that's the sad thing about, or maybe even the good thing about the show is that even bands that I don't like, I will listen to for the show. So we've reviewed both Waterparks albums on, you know, on the actual Ian Hates Music show, like we're going to do later on with more albums. They're awful. They're complete garbage. I mean, we went through, you know, ripping them apart for a long long time, but I still listen because you never know. Maybe their next album will be good. Right. I, I don't know how they could luck into something like that, but it is possible. So I never give up on listening to bands even if I don't like them. Like even personally, I'll still listen, but I also don't have to promote them on the shows. Sure. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. But now I don't think that triggered anybody, hopefully, (laughs) but now we might be getting into something that is going to trigger people. So what I'm going to say is we're going to play the very fun little audio piece that I have for a trigger warning. And then if you are worried once we start the conversation and i really think you should listen to everything anyways and you know make opinions based on what people say and you know all that kind of stuff anyways but if not if you will be triggered then you can skip ahead to when new song starts because that'll be the next segment right after this one we're not going to go on any tangents or anything so just let everyone know i'm trying to be i don't i don't even know why i'm doing this just listen to the fucking thing but if not <laughs> You can skip ahead to new songs. We have plenty to talk about there. We have album reviews and whatnot. But for right now, here is your trigger warning. All right, everyone. It is time to hopefully not trigger you. Hopefully we're gonna have a conversation that people can understand and think about. So we had another instance where it looks like a band is completely finished in the scene. now, i I kind of debated whether or not to even say the band's name on the show, but I think to be outright and honest about things, I think you have to kind of do that. So, The band that is, or that everyone's worried about, that, or the band that people have pretty much, you know, quote-unquote canceled in the internet lingo, is the band Capsize. Now, I think people know who have listened to the show, I have had Capsize on the show. I have had good conversations with Capsize. I've seen them multiple times live. I am, was a fan. I guess I'm still deciding on how that kind of stuff works, but... They have multiple allegations against at least two members of the band that came out on the internet the other day. And they have been, well, first, they canceled their tour with holding absence, this whole tour that was going to be going on, you know, overseas. And then they got, I guess, kicked off of the tour with Bless the Fall because they were going to be support for that. That's what I was mentioning before. And then also, they are now no longer on the Pale Cord artists, you know, like page that they have. They're on the alumni section. So my my point now of having this conversation is not to be on one side or the other. I think the issue that I have with a lot of this is that people go to the far extremes on either side. Do you know what I mean, James? Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you there. So... I'm not going to read the names of the people that made the accusations. I'm not going to, you know, read their exact statements because that's stuff that has been going everywhere. And you can easily look it up on any quote-unquote news source, you know, that's out there. And I'd like to also mention, James and I are not journalists. This is a no. podcast. We are probably technically part of the press, but we are not journalists. I don't owe Anyone, anything. I get to yep. say whatever the fuck I want because this is my show. This is James's show. He can say whatever the fuck he wants. And I'll decide whether I edit something out because of time or like we're not ready to go into something like that. But just so you know, I owe no one who's listening. I owe you nothing.
2: Freedom of speech, baby.
1: I, yeah, I'm just letting you know, I'm not a journalist. I didn't go to school for that. I'm a chemical mm-hmm. engineer. That's what I do, but I'm also a human who does research and likes to actually understand what is going on. So just letting people know that. James, you would you be on the same side as that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say I'm a singer, so what the hell do I know?
1: There you go. Yeah. So <laughs> and yeah. So maybe you don't like hearing a chemical engineer and a singer, both huge music fans. Maybe you don't want to hear our opinion on this, but that's what it is. It's an opinion. And that's sure. what we're gonna put out there. I think. One of the things that we're dealing with a lot in the scene right now, and you can start listing bands who have had sexual assault allegations made against them, bands that you will never hear from again, most likely. Brand new is one of them. We talked about them last year and the year before about the allegations made against them. There's also Mooseblood who recently decided they tried to, you know, they tried to come back after having to get rid of one of their members. Then there were allegations against their vocalists. I believe I'm going to say alleged on that because I I think that's what happened. And then okay. they decided, look, we just can't do this anymore. We are, the public perception is that that's a band that you shouldn't have on your tours and whatnot. So they're done. There's mm-hmm. also the alleged allegations against Pierce the Yeah, you know there are lots of bands like you go down the list. I look, I'm surprised that a band like With Confidence. Is actually back and touring with major bands because they went through multiple sets of allegations, and everyone just seemed to forget about it. They're the only band I can think of right now that has successfully gone through multiple artist allegations of sexual misconduct and possibly assault. Once again, I'm gonna say alleged, mm. and are still doing well. Yeah, that
2: that surprises me as well, especially with. Uh like twenty nineteen canceled culture
1: exactly, so my thing though is that with all the bands that I just mentioned, whether it was the artist coming out and saying that they had done something wrong, that they had oh, I did you know, this girl was under I mean, talk about suicide silence. We mentioned mm-hmm. that last last week with Eddie and his I mean, he came out and said, I thought this girl was eighteen. She had told me she was 18. It turns out, I think she was like 17 or 16. And he was like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have even been with someone that was that young. Now, he might not actually think about it that way, but that's what he apologized for. And I'll say alleged again. I'm going to say alleged for, just take all of this (laughs) as fucking alleged. Allegedly. Allegedly. But so, in those cases, though, there was someone that specifically came out and said, yes, I did this, or there was actual texts or pictures that had proof that there was something going on where you could be like okay this timeline matches up this person was this age at that time this person was that age oh look at those matching tattoos of the mm-hmm. naked person like right. there were actual there was actual proof of that whether or not it was a consensual act or whatever there was proof that they were still around there was proof that they were asking for nude pictures or whatever right yeah the issue that i have with this kind of situation and I could be incorrect about this, so please let me know if I am. I have not seen any proof whatsoever that the people that have been accused either knew these people or were around them at the time of them coming out and saying this. Because, once again, these are allegations of people from you know a year, a couple years ago. So they're not saying... You know, the people in this band just did this to me, and I can't believe it. This was, oh, I've had sex or sexual encounters with this person multiple times over a period of time that was like a year, two years, whatever ago. Sure. When you're able to completely, and I'm not saying their life shouldn't be ruined, because if they did what they did, then that is fucking awful, and you, right. you should pay the price for that. Yeah. But who knows for sure? If yeah. any of that is true whatsoever, and now their li- now I don't know if their lives as people are going to be ruined, but they're never going to be able to do music again. That's oh, it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Capsize isn't coming back unless there's some crazy amount of proof that they have mm-hmm. that can say, "Hey, no, no, we de- this definitely didn't have." But even then, the perception of the band now is that they were wrong. And they did terrible things to women.
2: Sure. And when I when I hear about stuff like this, this is my perspective. And you know, I'm sure I'm gonna rustle a few jimmies when I say this. But my thing is, from my perspective, I always want to believe the victim. Right. I am, and, and most people do naturally. Absolutely. I always want to believe the victim, but it's hard for me in a situation like this when there's no concrete proof, like. Yeah. Like you were saying, if there is a confession or there is some kind of text or, uh, you know, screenshots or whatever, you know, proof that the timelines matched up and this person, they're 98, 99 percent sure that this person did what they did. But now, if all you need is an allegation to get canceled for me, that scares the shit out of me as it should. Yeah. Like not even just as a musician, but as a person, right? Like, you know, if a bridge gets burned between, you know, a girl or I, a girl and I, or, a, or a boy and I, it's 2019, Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> Who knows? uh you know, this, I mean, and I, I'm just, me, I'm not trying to make jokes out of
1: this. No, no, it's a, uh, it's a, it's also yeah, a yeah. comedy show. Sure, People sure, should sure. know that.
2: <laughs> but for me, it's like, if I end up burning a bridge with somebody, you know, say like some things are said and some things were done and this person goes online and said, you know, James Bozenka did this, this and that to me, like my, you know, one, my career and two, uh, my persona as a
1: person is on the line. Yeah. And that scares the hell out of me. Right. And to even go back to something that I like that you mentioned, how in this case, you know, who the victim is, right? That that's the question. And now, when Nick went ahead, so Nick was in the band, originally Capsize put out a, a answer to the allegation saying the person in question is no longer in the band. I guess they were talking about Nick at the time. I had thought he wasn't in the band anymore anyways. But mm-hmm. who? I don't know. I don't know timelines on that one. But he came out and said, hey, I thought I had consensual sex with this person. Apparently, I didn't. I thought that First, it was consensual, but then also when they had meetings after that, everything seemed to be fine. And then he said, but look, I don't get to judge about that. If this is how she feels, then that's what it was, and I have a Mm -hmm. lot of thinking to do. And then said, believe survivors or believe victims is one of the two. Mm -hmm. If we live in a world where you can remove consent, and I'm not saying that this girl, I'm not saying that his story is true. I'm putting out a Uh hypothetical right now that based on what you had said, James, Mm -hmm. if you have sex with a woman, let's just go with women right now, if you have sex with a woman and later on she decides that, oh no, I didn't want to have sex for whatever variable you want to bring up. Uh It can be anything. It's not even sexual assault, whatever. Maybe she was in a bad mood that day and she wanted to get back at her ex for something and she picked you up and you guys had sex and then down the road, she's like, you know what? I really didn't want to have sex with him. And then now comes out and says, no, I didn't really want to have sex with James. Like, ruin his life.
2: Yeah. And, like, that to me is saying a lot about the culture we live in. Because, you know, most of us have had sex that we regret. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, there's nothing
1: wrong with that.
2: (laughs) A lot of us have had sex that we regret, myself included. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm not some crystal clear Christian boy like some people think I am. Like, I've had (laughs) sex that I regret.
1: (laughs) Look, honestly, I don't know if you could ever, I've never met a person, and I have Ian Hates Love, the relationship show. I'm very open with talking about all this stuff with friends and with family, like anyone. I don't care. I talk about this stuff all the time. I have never met a person who didn't regret someone that they had sex with. Exactly.
2: So there's nothing wrong with regretting it, because most of us have experienced that. But when you can, if we live in a culture where you can take that regret into saying that it wasn't consensual and people believe you,
1: right? That that's dangerous. Yeah. That's scary. And it's scary that people don't understand that it should be scary. Mm-hmm. That's that's the issue here. It's not for me, this conversation is not whether or not the girls who post or women who post these things. It it's not about whether they're right or capsize right or they're wrong and capsize. Like it's not about that. Mm-hmm. It's about a new trend where you don't even need proof in order to talk about somebody. Yeah. That's the issue. And then everyone believing it. Like, sure, I mean it's freedom of speech technically. You can talk about anyone, I guess. But when you make accusations, when you make accusations like that and people just believe it at the drop of the hat, the other thing that's a big killer for me is I've noticed, and I'm not going to say their names either, I've noticed a lot of bands who have been, I guess, posting very funny comments, I guess I think, where they're like, hey, the reason why you should listen to us is because, you know, blank, whatever, sick beats or whatever, And at the end of the list is, we're not capsized. Oh, man. It's like, wow, you guys are really playing with fire. Yeah. Like, who's going to tempt? Who's going to tempt that? Like, there are so many bands out there that travel around and hook up with people because they're human beings. And that's what fucking happens is you go out and maybe you have sex with people. Like, maybe. I'm not saying everyone. But maybe Mm -hmm. you do. You're really tempting fate by pretending that this is something funny that you can profit off of of, as a band.
2: Right. And I mean, oh my God, like people think it's bad now. Like think about like the 70s and the 80s and even the 90s, like all those bands, like imagine all of the people they hooked up with when they were out touring.
1: Oh yeah. And I think we actually had a long conversation. It was during one of the accusations from the past that I think it was Dave and I, maybe even Jackson, where we were Mm -hmm. talking about how, can you imagine? I mean, go watch the movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg. And just think that is how life is for some bands. Like I think even now, it's probably to a much, you know, a less, 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 less degree than Mm -hmm. that. But look, this isn't fucking R. Kelly here. You know what I mean? And I'm not putting this down. I'm not saying anything because I don't know. The whole point of this is I don't know who's right and I don't know who's wrong. But Mm -hmm. just to believe it completely and ruin either of their lives, whoever it is, to ruin anyone's life life wow over someone who makes an allegation that's the scary part and the only reason why we're talking about this on the show is it's such a big fucking story now i can tell you i did reach out to daniel and i Mm -hmm. i did ask about the situation i I didn't expect him to get back to me i didn't Mm -hmm. expect that to happen because now almost i think all of their socials are gone Mm -hmm. and now you can say hey well you know when there's smoke there's fire you know, why would they get rid of their socials if they're innocent? Well, it's because of people like those bands. It's because of people that are going to constantly see, hey, Capsides did something bad and go post on their message. Like, it's actually better to get away from the situation than to address yeah. it.
2: I would bet money they're getting death threats too.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's yeah. no, I mean, look, I, I get death threats on the show for telling my opinion. Like, a fucking water park stand is going to threaten me for what I just said tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it's, it goes with the territory, but when the allegations are feverish and people yeah. believe everything right away, then it's going to, it's going to happen. But like I said, and I have to keep, I have to keep on stating it because there's such a thing as context and perception in life. Both of those yeah. things don't really exist anymore. In our culture, and you can say I'm being melodramatic, but just look around, and you'll mm-hmm. see that right now context is not in play here. Perception is only being shown from one side. Perception has to be shown from all sides and all angles. Yep, that's just a smart way to be. That's what an intelligent person does. So, I'm not going to get on. I, uh, one of the women has a not safer work. Snapchat and Twitter, and she's promoting that based on this stuff. I am not going to jump on that as that means she's not telling the truth. That's not my style. I I don't Mm -hmm. believe in that. I also don't just believe Capsize because Daniel has always been nice to me. Sure.
2: You know, I think there's a reason why the American justice system is innocent until proven guilty. Oh, that's not true anymore. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) Social justice, no, it's not. Social <laughs>
1: justice, it's not like that at all. You're, you're guilty until proven innocent. And even but, then, the perception yeah. is, well, if someone made this up about you, then there must be still something that they're missing.
2: Sure. But at least, like, you know, if the, if the guys in capsize are done, which at this point, it unfortunately seems that way. Uh, at, at least, like, the legal system can't throw them in jail based off of solely allegations.
1: True. No, that's very true. Now, look, I think it's also interesting as I've seen tons of people against capsize, but then mm. I've also seen men and women saying, what the fuck are you talking about? How can you pull your consent? So I thought that yeah. was very interesting. I also thought that was what was very interesting was the word rape was never used. Yeah what if you're making an accusation towards someone, wouldn't you use the word that most adequately explains what you believe happened?
2: Sure. I mean, you know, I'm not going to pretend I know every, you know, vocabulary word when it comes to stuff like this. But like, I think
1: that word would most likely explain what happened. Yeah, based on one of the allegations, at least. Right. By the way, there are other allegations about how old they were as well, being 16, 17. All that stuff is gross and it's fucking yeah. awful if it's true. Yeah. Once again, though, I have no idea. I just think it's very interesting and scary that so many people jumped on them without actual proof.
2: Sure. And unfortunately, I, from my perspective, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better at this point.
1: Yeah. The thing I would say to people about that is, wait till they come for you. Yep. You're You're not speaking up now, but wait till they come for you. Anyone can say anything. And you're supposed to believe survivors, believe victims. But what happens when the opposite is true for you? What about when you're the actual victim, but you've been blamed like you did something wrong?
2: Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, a crazy, it's a crazy world we live in,
1: man. Unfortunately, and that's all we can, and that's why we're just having a logical conversation about this. Sure. I've had terrible, terrible things happen in my life that women have done to me. I mm-hmm. know very many women who have had terrible things done to them by men. This isn't mm-hmm. a men slash women thing. It's, it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with gender right now. It's about the burden of proof It's about not ruining someone's life. It's innocent until proven guilty. I'm sure that I've had issues in the past where I have jumped to conclusions as well. I've tried to be a better person about that and really try and analyze each side and try and decide on things. So I'm not saying I'm above this. I'm not saying that in the past I haven't made mistakes with that kind of thing. I am trying to be a better person where I don't want to jump to conclusions. I want to know each side. I want to evaluate everything before I make a complete extreme judgment call where a person's life is ruined.
2: Yep. I agree.
1: So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if anyone got anything out of that or not, but I just, I, we had to talk about it because one thing is everyone's talking about it. It's just,
2: yeah, it's yeah. It's insane, man. I I just, yeah, I've, I've said everything I could so far. It's like, I feel so many emotions towards this right now. It's it's just crazy.
1: Yeah, whoever's telling the truth, I feel awful for them. Right. I, I mean that that wasn't the point of the conversation. It was more just to have a logical, analytical conversation about the burden of proof. That's all. Sure. It sure. just happened that it happened to be in our scene now, and it's going to be something that has to be addressed.
2: Yep. Absolutely.
1: All right. Enough of this. We didn't even have any, like, we don't get to make jokes. We don't get to do anything. So now we are going to go on and hopefully have a lot more fun Mm -hmm. because right now it's time for new songs. All right, everyone. It is new song time, which means I am going to name an artist and their new song and then play a clip of it. If you liked what you heard, go find the artist, follow them, support them, play their song, buy their song, pre-order their new album, whatever it is, that is the best way to do it. We're going to begin tonight with Born Anew, Buried Youth. Low dose, low. Angel Maker, Radiance in the Light of a Dying Sun. Whitechapel, When a Demon Defiles a Witch. Day Shell Pressure Remove me
0: from your home said This heart wasn't meant to feel I told you I'd heard less without you
1: Harm living by your wits is always knowing where the wasps are. Life itself an empty vessel. The Dan Things Sells. last night, The Leap.
0: paralyzed, afraid to take the leap. Right now you can't see the path before you. The resin is out of reach. But you're paralyzed, afraid to take the leap. to take the leap. These go
1: New Idea Society now is here. February. The Anchor, Revive. And we end tonight with Charlatan Bookburner.
0: I read the news today. Oh boy, the Beatles are dead. They need ya. I read the news today.
1: All right, everyone, you just heard snippets of a lot of really great new songs. James, I'm going to start with you, because I'm a little tired of talking right now. If you could tell me some of your highlights, maybe even a low light if you have it, but definitely the highlights.
2: Sure. Yeah, there were a lot of really cool songs this week. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm going to apologize in advance to all the loyal Ian Hates music listeners, because (laughs) I get really attached to like one or two really good songs. They're all good songs, but I get attached to like one or two. So that's personality, man. That's fine. <laughs>
1: it's fine.
2: So uh the w- the ones I got really attached to, um one was actually the Born A New track because I have seen those guys live and they put on a really good show. And they're semi local to me. Uh they're about three hours from where like where they're based out of New Jersey. Yeah. Um and I'm really proud of them that they got signed to Stay Sick. Uh they're a band that works really hard and uh, it was just good angry music. I yeah, was just sure. I was a, I was a big fan. And uh the the big highlight for me this week and I was even messaging Ian about this during the week but uh, I really really
1: liked the new Whitechapel song. Yeah. Wow, do you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Oh my <laughs> god.
2: <laughs> yes, James. I agree. Go
1: ahead. I am a man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh yeah, I honestly i'm really stoked for this new Whitechapel album mm-hmm. uh when they started uh you know singing slash doing clean vocals on their last record i uh i said before it came out that i would be open to it and i really like what they did with mark of the blade mm-hmm. and um what they've done so far with clean singing slash just regular singing uh it's just really awesome in my opinion like The first two singles they put out, I think, are just screams. Like they're just standard, you know, the Whitechapel sound. Yeah. And then Third Death and uh, Demon Defiles a Witch. Uh, Those are just some of the best songs they've ever put out, in my opinion. And I know all like the deathcore elitists are (laughs) screaming at me right now, like that's not real deathcore. But, but um, you know what, man. Whitechapel, excluding like a bunch of like my my friends who are in local bands, mm-hmm. Whitechapel's the band I've seen the most live. I've seen them six times live over the past, I think, almost three years. And so, for me, it's just like, in my opinion, this band just doesn't do any wrong.
1: So you went a little robotic uh, oh, during sorry. that, but it's not. I don't think it's your fault. I think it's we're dealing with Wi-Fi and high winds. So sure, sure, sure. that might be, you know, the possibility. But I think people heard most of what you were saying, which is that you fucking love Whitechapel, right? I do. I do. I love Whitechapel. I like the clean vocals in it. I liked it as well. I mean, it's a very disturbing music video, which I also yeah. am fine with as well. So I liked it too. Now, were those those were your two highlights, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, um, dude, let's talk about that new Our Last Night track. I like that they're going back to their roots a little bit.
2: That's what I wanted to talk about. I uh, I did not expect the unclean vocals. I did not expect the screams.
1: It's been two songs in a row now that have been screaming heavy in them. I mean, yeah. they still have the melodic. They still have the clean vocals. Like it's still there. But this is going back to I don't know, like three, four albums ago. They've been putting out albums with like barely any unclean vocals whatsoever. Sure. So I enjoy this. What I think is funny is. I have seen comments on some of their pages sometimes where someone's like, oh, same old sound again. I'm like, what are you talking? They haven't done this. They haven't done this in years. Like, what are you listening to? So I think it's just (laughs) a stupid, like, trolls are people that bring up things that aren't facts. Sure, Sure, It's not people just start shit. You have to, to be a troll, you have to be uninformed and trying to get a rise out of people that way. That's what I think is happening here. I much prefer this direction over past material oh yeah me too and i uh i
2: also looked at the list of new songs again i really liked this might surprise some people but i really liked that track by the damned things oh sure uh i grew up on punk rock i mean my mom was a singer in a punk rock band they're Mm. not like they never made it out of baltimore or anything so you can't find them online (laughs) but (laughs) i'll find but (laughs) but my mom was a punk rock singer when she was like 19 or 20 and uh, so I grew up listening to all that stuff, and the damned things just really reminded me of a lot of the stuff that I listened to growing up. And Nuclear yeah. Blast is a great
1: record label. So, well, it's got Keith Buckley in it. I mean, where do you yeah. go wrong? You know, right, exactly.
2: Keith Buckley can do no wrong.
1: So I'm with you on that. I also have a few highlights, some things I want to talk about. One was the the band I've never heard of before called Low Dose. It was mm-hmm. a female fronted band that was like grungy, alternative, but with an edge to it. Yeah. That I thought that was pretty damn good. I'm looking forward to hearing more from them because this could be a one-off. I have no idea. But sure. it sounded pretty damn good to me. Also, when you talk about Deathcore and that style of music, I am in love with Angel Maker.
2: That was heavy. Yeah. Both <laughs> of their he-
1: both of their tracks so far, I think it's only been two, but both mm-hmm. of them are so fucking good. And that solo. At the end of that track, it's Radiance and the Light of a Dying Sun. You know, Mm. great Deathcore names there. That solo was so fucking good. So I am looking forward to... They might be the first straight-up Deathcore band that I've enjoyed in a long time. So we'll see where that goes for sure. Then we had some friends of the show that I wasn't expecting new music from right away. That really, you know, they floored me. I thought it was fucking great. Harm was really great. The Anchor was really great as well. They're going to be having a new album coming out in May. And then, obviously, Charlatan with Bookburner. I had heard this song months ago when they sent it to me. I wasn't allowed to talk about it, but I yeah. fucking love it. And I'm just hoping that they're going to continue making music because the last time Grace Sorensen was on the show, he was kind of cryptic about whether or not they were really going to continue. So I can mm. only hope that they do. Because everything they put out to me is fucking awesome.
2: Yeah, I really liked all those three songs you just mentioned. So,
1: and then lastly, a couple bands I wanted to make a reference to as well. Life itself, I thought that was a good heavy track. I like to hear more from them because I haven't heard of them before. And then also, I think it's Bell is how you pronounce it. The B E L L E. Belle. Is it belly for sure? <laughs> nah, I don't. That's know. the I'm thing. Just, I don't. Just... I always thought you were supposed to like <laughs> leave that thing. Uh, whatever. I'll yeah. <laughs> say Belf right now, but they were the former members of a lot like birds. And I really like that track as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I hit everything. James, did you hit everything you wanted to talk about? Yeah.
2: I mean, shout out to Dave. I actually kind of like that day shell song.
1: Yeah. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say day shell has ever been my favorite. They've always just been good. Sure. So we'll see how, as long as they're not moving towards a bring me the horizon or something like that, like, yeah, they stay in their lane, because I think Shaylee has a fucking awesome voice. Sure. I want them to continue with whatever makes them comfortable, but I hope it's within the vein of what I like. Yeah,
2: yeah, I got no qualms with that.
1: So, James, until next time with new songs, it is time for our favorite part of the show. All right, everyone, for anyone that doesn't know, when I say it's our favorite part of the show, that means it is album review time and we have so much music to talk about. It's a blessing and a curse, really, because yeah. <laughs> there's so much stuff that we, we only left off a couple this this week as well. Like we yeah. have a lot to talk about. There so let's so get much music. it's <laughs> so much. It's so much. So let's get started. We're gonna. I'm just gonna go random throughout you know this whole thing right here because I know James and I have different favorites. So sure. we're gonna start with "To the Rats and Wolves," "Cheap Love," and this is a Rising Empire slash Nuclear Blast Records. This is German Poppy Electrono Core. I'm just gonna call <laughs> them that. This yeah. is their third full length album, eleven tracks, which I believe it's eleven tracks with no filler which surprised yeah. the fuck out of me, if I'm not mistaken. Because bands mm-hmm. like this normally have filler somewhere. Mm-hmm. When I listen, I've never heard of this band before. When I heard the first opening track, I got scared because the first thing was this robotic auto tune voice. And I was like, motherfucker. Like, I can't yeah. deal. I can't deal with this. But then it went into like raspy, unclean vocals. And it was so poppy. But I was like, okay, I might be able to get into this. But then I listened to the rest of the album.
2: Yeah, that was. <laughs> see, okay. Here's the thing, like, if somebody played this in the car, yeah. I wouldn't hate. I wouldn't hate myself, but <laughs> I would.
1: I, hate you. <laughs> but I
2: can't see myself going out of my way to listen to this again.
1: Right. It's it's something that I think I'm going to take a little bit of credit here. I think it's something that I made up a long time ago talking with Jackson and Dave and Ty as this show had continued where I think there are certain bands that, and I'm not talking about a girl, I'm not talking this. Uh, this is genderless in this in this part. Sure. If you know people that don't listen to our style of music, you're not going to jump in and be like, hey, listen to that new Whitechapel song. No, you know no. what I mean? <laughs> you, you have to wean people in to our style of music. This band with their R and B and their pop, lace synth and like all that kind of stuff. They are that middle ground band where yeah. you can say, "Hey, listen to this," because one track is gonna be like doo fucking poppy bullshit, and then the next song is them screaming for no fucking yeah. reason, and then back into the pop again. It's it's but, that extreme on each level, but it's balanced so that you could be like, "Hey, can you deal with this?" and kind of like work your way into it, you know? Yeah.
2: See, if you're a quality human being, you would just wean somebody into this music with Limp Bizkit. So.
1: Oh, there's the <laughs> reference. <laughs> one per episode. We have hit our quota. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you don't want to go with Limp Bizkit, then a band similar to this, I guess. And look, they're a German bands, so they're fucking weird as well. I think at one point they say... Hey, we're going to fuck your mom. Yeah. That which was... is, yeah, I mean, super hot and everything, but it's just True. weird. Yeah, nah. it's just super weird. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I mean, we got to be honest. I don't see them putting in any effort into this. I don't, I think they know their shit. I think other people know their shit and they're just having fun.
2: Sure. You know, they're the artists. They can do what they want. Like we always say.
1: Exactly. So If you want to have some weird, perverse pleasure from listening to this kind of thing, go ahead and do it. I mean, I'm sure maybe they're super nice people. I I could not tell if there was talent in the band or not because they didn't. Well, no, no, honestly, they didn't showcase it. There are lots of bands that I can say, I don't like their music, but they're super talented. You know what I mean? Like, for me, I think we've talked about this. I don't connect to August Burns Red. Not because they're not fucking talented. Is because mm-hmm. I don't connect to them. That's fair. This that's band, fair. I think, has potential, but doesn't care. Like I'm sure, sure they could put out a really good album, but you can't tell me by listening to this that they put all of their talent into that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess I'd have to hear another release to hear to fully know. Right.
1: No, that's true. So. That's true. So I'm I'll reserve for that. But in case anyone wants to listen to them, they do have two other full length albums other than this. It's to the rats and wolves cheap love and it's on a rising empire slash nuclear blast records
0: up.
1: next up A pretty quick one here. We're going to do Minors with Abject Bodies. This is Holy Roar slash Death Wish Records. This is Canadian Hardcore Sludgecore, if you want to call it. (laughs) Seven tracks. And really, for me, I think we actually cut out a couple of hardcore bands this week because they either sounded so similar to each other or just like it wasn't something we needed to really talk about. I don't know exactly how James feels about this, but... For me, it was chaos. It was craziness. They would slow down in the middle of nowhere, which is very sludgy. You know, it kind yeah. of works in that way. Crazy drumming, doom guitar riffs, unclean vocals throughout the whole thing. For me, I don't necessarily listen to bands like this on my free time. But I think a band like this is fucking great to see live.
2: See, <laughs> it's really funny you say that because I was going to say like, so I'm going to open up, this pit, you know, me being the positive person I am, I'm gonna start. Yeah, but open this pit. <laughs> this pit of positivity. Oh, I like um, it. <laughs> uh, I do like hardcore. Uh, right. It just has to be a certain style of hardcore. To me, this would be the band that I have to like force myself to get through to see the band I actually want to see. Oh, okay. So there were parts of it that I did like, mm-hmm. but in terms for me, like hardcore has to be fast it has to be angry oh. and this isn't for everybody this well, isn't for everybody right, obviously right. but for me james Bozenka, hardcore for me to enjoy it has to be fast has to be angry and the lyrics have to keep like the cringe factor to a minimum <laughs> <laughs> arf arf arf, arf. <laughs> oh my gosh like cuz when i when i hear most hardcore bands cuz there's a huge hardcore scene here in uh, South Central Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them, their lyrics are just. And I'm not gonna call anybody out. Well, right, right. Like their lyrics are just hot garbage. <laughs> 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 and Miners, like their their lyrics weren't like terrible or anything, but like I just I'm so conflicted about this band because I really wanted to like it. Yeah. I Just I just couldn't get into it.
1: I I am fine with that really heavy band coming out of nowhere, like in what we listened to this week, we listened to heaviness, but not on this style of hardcore. So I think sure. that's why I connected with it a little bit. But like I said, I wouldn't right now, if you're like, Hey Ian, what are you going to listen to? It wouldn't be this band. Just because for me, I I connect to these type of bands live more than I do when I'm listening to them on whatever, you know, Spotify, whatever. Sure. And I mean,
2: I would check out this band live. I would see how they do. Yeah. You know, and maybe they could win me over. I don't know. Maybe. Exactly. It also didn't help that. we I was going to get to it, but there was another hardcore release that just gripped me so hard this week that I also feel like I, I unfairly put Miners up against that particular release.
1: And we so. will get to that for sure. We'll yep. get to that. So for anyone, I'd say take a, ch- you know, take a, ch- wow, I don't know why I did that. Take a <laughs> chance and listen to this band. Their name are Miners. Abject Bodies is the name of the... I I don't know if it's full-length or EP or whatever. We'll get into that conversation later, I'm sure, again. But it's on Holy Roar slash Death Wish Records. All right, you know what? Actually, James we're going to go to the band that we just made a comment about, right? Okay, okay. so we're <laughs> sure. going to do Boundaries, My Body in Bloom EP, and this is on unbeaten records. This is metal hardcore six tracks. I got to say right away before I pass off to you, I love the name of the first track Kill Me Patiently. Yes. I did enjoy that for sure. Go ahead, James. Take it away.
2: So I will start off by saying Hell to the Yeah, <laughs> um <laughs> uh so for me personally, like I'm not into like a super big amount of hardcore bands, but the ones that I am into I'm into. And what? this band just be beca- just got added to that list because this was fast, this was angry. It usually lyrics don't pop out to me on my first listen, mm-hmm. but um, and i I feel bad because I can't remember which song it was on. But the lyrics that just stood out to me the first time I listened to this e p was... I think it was pain. Pain is the only thing that will never leave. Oh. And when he when he said that, I was just like,
1: "Oh my god, this is awesome!" Yeah, my my three year old cousin told me that once. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, because that's like that's the kind of lyrics I want in my hardcore. You know what I mean? No, I get like, it. I get it. So, uh, and I, I mean, this was six tracks, and the only thing I hated about it was that it wasn't longer.
1: Right. Well, by the way. This is where I was kind of going with the last, you know, when we were talking about the last band. So I saw that they have this under a full-length album at six tracks. And normally for me, I'm confused. I don't even think a full-length album is seven tracks. So I don't know how people decide on that. If it's length of time, I, I don't know. But it seemed weird to me. So this is either their third EP or their... Second, re- I don't know. It's it's kind of weird. I'm not exactly sure. I
2: mean, for me personally, for me to call something an album, it has to be either 30 minutes long or at least 10 tracks. Okay. So hmm. that's, right. a, that,
1: that's at least, and I mean, it could be both, obviously. That's what I normally say, sexes. It's got to sure. be over 30 <laughs> minutes long, <laughs> 10 tracks. <laughs> <laughs> 10 tracks. Just audio recordings of all sex. So I've also never <laughs> had sex, so. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> <laughs> See, we gotta bring the jokes in somewhere. It has oh, yeah. to happen somewhere. Sure. sure so sure. tell me what else you liked about this band. Uh I
2: really like the last track, uh, Cross My Heart, because out of nowhere, uh, because I you all obviously know already, I say it like every episode. I love weird shit. Um and then the song Cross My Heart, even Ian's dying over there, but uh <laughs> in the song Cross My Heart uh they bring back some like mid 1900s jingle of like a guy singing i cross my heart and hope to die they
1: inserted a bunch of weird like voiceover stuff it seemed at different points i don't know Uh, yeah i don't connect to that i don't i don't like that stuff. sure sure
2: i think i really connect to it if it's done properly and in my opinion i think it was done properly in this in this release
1: Look, so. I, I honestly I did not hate this. I know I'm I'm being a little bit like anti what James is saying just because I know he he liked it so much. But mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I I wish so. I thought there was really great drumming. I enjoyed a lot of the chugging. Like I actually felt like this was almost more on the metal side than the hardcore side. And I think yeah. that might be why you attached yourself a little bit more towards it. Like That's I like that. Why. I just wanted besides the weird ramblings. That, you know, he went off on, you know, every once in a while. I thought that the vocals could have used some variety. See, that's actually that's actually where I differ, because I really like the vocals in this. All right, that's cool. No, yeah. it's just, it's always differing of opinion. Like, I liked it, I listened right. to it multiple times, but I just sure. connected more to the guitar work and the drumming, the overall music concept, than the lyrics and the vocals this time.
2: Sure. I, th- I do think that is funny, though, that we both liked it, but we connected to different parts of it.
1: Very true. That's very true. So, so anything else you want to say about Boundaries before we move on? No, I recommend it. That's, a, that's the end of it. There we go. So once again, that's Boundaries, My Body in Bloom. It's an EP, I think, <laughs> and it's on Unbeaten Records. All right, trying to decide which one to go to, but I think we're going to go with this one. Let's go with Ghost Iris, Apple of Discord, on SPV slash Long Branch Records. This is Danish Danish progressive metalcore. Now, I was wondering why I hadn't heard about this band before, and then I realized it's because they're Danish progressive metalcore. Yeah. (laughs) So that answered a question right there for me. I think this is their third full-length release, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. This is 10 tracks. One is an instrumental intro. I'm okay with that, but I do not like intros. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more later on another band. But at least for right now, at least with an instrumental intro, you kind of get into the mood a little bit. You understand what they're going to be going for. So I I can understand that a little bit more. I thought this band had really, really great variety in their tracks. I was constantly guessing. I had Mm. no idea where they were going to go. I think they did a good job of not being formulaic. I thought they did a great job of not following a specific structure. And when you have unclean vocals and clean vocals, and you're not really following a structure, I enjoy that. But they didn't go too far in the prog direction. So even though there's a lot of talented guitar riffs and you know things that they're doing musically that show a lot of talent, they're not going off for three or four fucking minutes on some random riff and then trying to get back into a song with no structure. Sure. So let me hear some of what you thought about this band and then I have a little bit more to go off of.
2: Yeah. I mean, Ian pretty much hit on the nail. Uh, what I was thinking about this album i mean i i too love progressive metalcore i mean invent animate is one of my favorite bands oh yeah you know Mm -hmm. like they're just extremely talented dudes and that genre you wouldn't understand the amount of talent you have to have to play well in that genre and so to hear this record and i thought everything just felt right Mm -hmm. um the guitars felt right, drums felt right, vocals felt right. I thought they had some really nice guest spots yeah, uh, from different singers. There was the one song that had, like, the female singer, and she could sing like a motherfucker.
1: So I don't and think that was a female.
2: That's why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, whoever I just offended,
2: I am sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Like, they just had really good vocals. Uh, I'm not going to pretend I know, like, all, like, the terms that proc heads do for proc oh, snobs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is a really good release. And if you just like uh, awesome music, you should listen to this.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. No, I agree. Now, the two, they had three features. I don't know the one because I think that's a pop guy. And I think <laughs> his feature was so like there's so much auto tune in it that that might have yeah. made it sound more like a woman. That okay. is completely <laughs> possible. I could be wrong on that one, though, too. But I, that's what I thought. At least the other two was Tyler from Traders, and then yeah. also Chad for Chad from for the Fallen Dreams,
0: yeah, sure,
1: so that was very cool, but as as, as James yawns <laughs> over there i I just loved everything about this band. They did just such a good job of like what an introduction this was for me because it's easy to write off a band where it's their third album, you're like, oh, no, I don't like this, blah, blah. Now I can go back and I can listen to their previous releases as well. But they're just all extremely talented, the drumming, the like everything just worked so well. Plus, the clean and unclean vocals, which are really low lows and Mm -hmm. really high highs, that's one vocalist. Oh, yeah. So that is also, I have a ton of respect for vocalists that can do... That whole entire range. like It's just amazing to me. So Absolutely. don't let the prog part scare you off if you don't normally like prog music. Obviously, if you like prog music, this might not be as extreme as mm-hmm. you like that. But I like the balance. I like the variety. I was never bored. I was never like, oh, God, guys, we know you're good at guitar. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just knew they were good at everything that they did. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I hope this band comes to the states to tour. I hope obviously that they have more material coming out. I just really loved everything they did.
2: Sure. And I'm going to I'm going to say it now. If you really want me to like your band, just put the word ghost in your band because That is true. <laughs> it just seems like any band that I've heard that has the word ghost in their band name, I just like that
1: band. I could easily name one that you don't like, but I'm not going to do it because I said I will never say their name on the show. (laughs) Okay. Just uh, I'm going to put that out there. I will never say their name on the show unless they all die, and I'm doing some (laughs) celebratory dance.
2: Oh my god!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Once again, I take things to to the extreme. That's a new thing, right? Oh yeah. You got to go to the extreme, or it means nothing. So emo to the extremo. Oh, I don't like that. (laughs) We're not going to coin that phrase. So once again, it is Ghost Iris, Apple of Discord on SPV slash Long Branch Records. Now we've got Exit Wounds, Visions. It's an EP, and it's on Sharp Tone Records. This is metalcore with a short intro song. Mm. And I got to say, I don't understand that. Not to go off on a tangent, but Mm -hmm. I don't understand that, especially on an EP. Right. And I I mentioned this on social media, but I think I, I truly believe this. If your intro track is not on the level of Hot Grills, and high tops, <laughs> then you need to get the fuck out <laughs> and come back with something. Because I honestly don't, I don't understand when you have to pay so much money, especially with smaller bands too, when you have to pay so much money to put a certain amount of tracks out. Why are sure. you wasting it on an intro track? Unless they're giving you like a, they're like, oh, come in for five songs. And then we're going to give you the sixth one for free. And they're like, oh, we don't have a song. Well, we'll just make an intro for you. Like, I have no idea how that works, Mm -hmm. but I am not a fucking fan of intro songs. At least this one is an actual, like, it's almost like a song, though it's just very, very short. Right. I like that a little bit better. But in general, I don't want an intro whatsoever.
2: Yeah. I usually don't mind them, but I know, I know you have strong feelings about them. I do. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I do tend to have strong opinions on things. That is true. Oh, who would have guessed? <laughs> <laughs> but back to exit wounds. They have clean. Wow, clean, clean, clean. They have clean and unclean vocals. Classic metalcore, you know, style that they have. This EP is produced very well, but it's also very short. And I don't know that if that will help or hinder them. I, I honestly don't know. I think my tough part was this: is even though I can tell they're talented. I I was just like, this is another metalcore band. And I didn't see a lot that made them stand out.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much how I feel about it as well. I I will keep following this band, because I do see the potential, I do see the talent. But, you know, I just didn't... I couldn't pick a lot out of this that made them exit wounds.
1: Right. Well, maybe... Look, maybe I came into it being too hyped up for it. I mean, it's possible when I... Like, looked at people talking about them, everyone was talking about how they're like the next big thing. So, mm. I wonder if maybe I overhyped myself with their hype. That is a possibility. But yeah, I, even though things were executed well, you know, that the actual production was good, like the songs aren't bad by any means. I, I didn't yeah. connect to a lot of the lyrics. Cause I thought some of the lyrics were a little bit, you know, like not written for me. They were, you know, they seemed a little immature at times. Sure. I could be incorrect on that, but it just didn't. It didn't have anything that made them stand out. So it's very hard for me to say, like, how how does that mean they're the next big thing in metalcore if they're doing the same thing as everyone else? Sure. Yeah,
2: I pretty much agree 100% with you. But, yeah, like I said, I'll keep following this band. I do want to see more from them because I do see the potential.
1: Yeah, I'll make a recommendation. I was jumping around at the end of the – I think it's like the second track called Hades. Mm-hmm. I thought like I was legitimately jumping like I just happened to be standing up in the song and I was like holy shit this is fun to jump around to. So yeah. I would recommend that for sure and yeah, I'm going to be following them for sure because it I want to see what they have next. If this is just a quick intro, they're like we got to get something out so that you know people aren't waiting around, you get to hear what we have the ability to be yeah. then I'm all about it. That's completely fine. So, yeah. we'll let everyone know. Make sure you go out and listen Exit wounds Visions EP on Sharp Tone Records. Which has your favorite band in your? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Next up, we have Blood Youth, Starve on Rude Records. This is, (laughs) I'm getting the devil (laughs) horns from from James here. This is, obviously you can tell which one is his favorite. So (laughs) this is new Metal from the UK. This is their second full length. I remember actually enjoying their other album, Beyond Repair, on the show before. So I was familiar with them coming into this. This is 13 tracks with my most hated of all types of intros and interludes. There's an intro and interlude here, which I absolutely despise. Okay. And then there's also the end track, which is 11 plus minutes, where five to six of those minutes are just noises. Why not? I could tell (laughs) you a lot of reasons why not. But I wanted to put out my negatives there first and then let you talk about positives. And then I also have positives as well.
2: Yeah. I mean... It's a new metal album. What do you expect? Exactly.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> but no, I, uh, this, obviously, like Ian said, is my favorite release of the week. Um, I thought the vocals were great. I thought the transitions from the screaming into the clean singing was really done well. Because there's a, there's, you'd be surprised that there's not a lot, there's a lot of bands that don't know how to do that well. What?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, but yeah, I thought. The transitions weren't awkward at all. Because, I mean, the guy does both. At yeah. least, well... I, Once I again, another...
1: Yeah, another very talented vocalist, yeah.
2: Yeah, and I mean, this is only a four-piece band, so the fact that they were able to make an album as good as this with only one guitarist, I thought was really awesome.
1: By the way, I think Ghost Iris is only four as well.
2: That's even more surprising.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just just put it out there. That's all.
2: Man, but yeah, I mean, the guitar is just new metal AF. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> and the lyrics are connected to really well and uh, i personally enjoyed the intro and the interlude why because because for How? me uh, so for me i look at it as that's part of the experience that the band wanted me to have and if it's a band that i
1: really like the songs um i i view it as part of the experience i don't know i wish that experience was better and had a point <laughs> Look, I know people don't like when I, but that's one of the reasons why I ask people on Ian Hates Conversations about intros and interludes a lot, is because I really don't understand it. Sure. Unless it plays a part into the storyline of the album, but setting a mood, your fucking mood's already been set. Yeah, I mean,
2: like I said, I think we just view it differently, but you know.
1: That's true. And I'm only only going off on you for fun anyways. I know, right? I like this band. I like this album. Those were my only negatives about it, and it doesn't affect the actual music in really any way. So, no, man, heavy, higher-range screams and yells that go into mid-range, clean vocals. And it's also really funny how you can always tell that a band is new metal (laughs) because you just hear it. You know what I mean? Like, you hear it in it. You hear a time period where you're like, holy shit, like, I, I swear, James gets horny when he hears, like, a chorus pedal and a tremolo pedal. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Just li- Little James goes all the way up. Oh, yeah. Oh, for <laughs> sure. But, yeah, I'm, I was really impressed by how good this was. It's really great modern new metal. And this was also a band that I enjoyed the variety and I'm gonna say, I've been saying variety a couple of times this episode. I'm gonna say it again for another band later, but variety can kill a band. Yeah. There are some bands that are so inexperienced that they don't they don't know how like they want they don't know what band they want to be, so all their songs are different. And a lot of times that hinders the band. Not sure. when a band knows their genre and then gives you a variety so you aren't bored within that genre base. And I think sure. that's what this band does very well, too, on that. And yeah, their their fucking vocalist is really, really talented. He's powerful. Like, it just works really, really well for what they're trying to do. And you're going to listen to this, and you're going to hear tons of some of your favorite, you know, like, new metal bands from the past. Mm-hmm. Because they do a really good job of being themselves, like, being themselves, but then yeah. also bringing up those influences that you know they have
2: right and in my opinion this is one of like the really great examples of how you can incorporate rapping into new metal because there's like one or two tracks sure. where he, he does start rapping and it works in my opinion
1: yeah it's never my favorite but when sure. it's done correctly it works well and we'll talk sure. about a band later on for that too sure so yeah no i i thought this is great I think with James here, you're going to see how much of a new metal flair he's going to want us to cover. For sure. <laughs> I, I worry for weeks where there won't be a new metal band because I don't <laughs> know what he'll enjoy. Hey, man, last
2: week, Chris Lake was my favorite, and that was over Smoke Signals.
1: That is true. That's a so. good point. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I agree with that. But yeah, this is a band that I think is going places for sure. They definitely did not hit that, you know, quote unquote, cliche sophomore slump. So good for them. And I think everyone should take a listen. Even if you're tired of, like I said, I think I said that for Smoke Signals, but I I agree with it here too. Even if you're tired of the, you know, new metal revolution or whatever you want, rejuvenation, whatever you want to call it, revival. There are lots of art words for that. Whatever one you choose to go with, when a band does it right, it's worth listening to. So once again, check them out. Blood Youth with Starve on Rude Records.
2: And again, if you hate the new meta revival, I will say, I don't know what's wrong with you.
1: Yeah, James hates you now. Now, you might be surprised. You might have thought, hey, they are going to end with the huge band that had the biggest release. But no, spoiler alert, we are not, because we are going to be talking about them right now. We have got Attila with Villain, and this is a self-release. They are Metalcore, Deathcore, or Genty Deathcore, whatever you want to fucking call it. (laughs) Ten tracks in total here. I will say right away. This is a very short album, and I was very surprised with this kind of big name, big, la- well, not big label, but big name, you know, big scene band. You would mm-hmm. think that there would be a lot more on this. Yeah. Uh, Come on, James. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> I, I don't like Attila. I'm
2: sorry. What? <laughs> I, okay, I, I will say. I'll start off with this pit of positivity. We're we're coining that now. Uh, <laughs> we're opening this pit of positivity.
1: Open up, uh,
2: baby. I think Attila is a group of talented musicians.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh I think they're all incredible businessmen, ex- uh, especially Franz. Sure. Um I just I have tried so many so many times. It's not for <laughs> lack of trying. I just cannot get into Attila. Like it has everything I want. But it doesn't at the same time. I just I can't connect and and don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, I love gag metal. Like like G A G gag metal. Yeah. Um I think it's I think when it's done right, it can be fucking hilarious. <laughs> but <laughs> just I understand that's what Attila is. I'm not gonna sit here and bash on the lyrics because I know what Attila is supposed to be. But just for me this isn't the type of like gag metal I'm looking for.
1: <sighs> look, I got I have one thing to say to that. Bang your fucking head until you're fucking dead. Kill them all. Kill 'em all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> look, I I look, I get it. I totally get it. There they're always gonna be the people that don't like Attila and they're gonna be the people that fucking love Attila. There's a reason why they've been around for as long as they have. They have their niche and they're completely fine with it. Look, I thought this was a lot different than the last album, Chaos, for sure. Yeah. It's heavier for one, and I think they went back to their roots a little bit on this as well. They they sing about the things you expect Attila to sing about. You know, they sing about drugs, they sing about you know, fucking girls. they sing about making money. It, it's it is what it is. But there were also some personal or more personal lyrics in this as well. So I appreciated that Franz did something like that. Plus, like you said, they're all talented musicians. Franz is on point like he always is. He's one of the best vocalists in the scene. I don't care what you say, like what anyone says about it, if he was doing a quote unquote, legitimate, you know, metalcore outfit or deathcore outfit, he could put a lot of people to shame. Sure. I mean, like I said, they're all
2: talented guys. That's not where where my issue is.
1: No, for sure. And I just, I I get it. You're never going to convince someone who doesn't like Attila to like Attila. This is not going to happen. It has to be kind of, you know, in your blood. But (laughs) I thought he did a good job with the rapping parts, which I'm not a huge fan of, but that's what you kind of expect from here. You know, sometimes there's a guitar solo that comes out of nowhere. I thought that worked out well. And I I think we got to end it on this because I know we're not going to have a huge back and forth on this. Like I said, you can't (laughs) get someone to listen to Attila who doesn't (laughs) listen to Attila. But I also don't care what anyone says, really. When you make a song with the word cunt in it, (laughs) I'm still about it. Oh, we know you are. (laughs) Yeah, see? I hope you enjoyed the pun there. I hope you enjoyed the play on words. But... That is where we have to leave it because it's really, we're not going fucking track by track on this. So if you like Attila, oh my God, you're gonna like this. <laughs> Maybe we should. Maybe that should be a fun episode. Oh my God. Just go try, analyze all the lyrics. <laughs> That's what hell looks like for me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Analyzing Attila albums. <laughs> that would be like water parks for me.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I get it. I get it. So we're gonna leave it there. If you like Attila, you like this. If you don't like Attila, you probably won't like this. They know it. It doesn't matter. I'm sure it did better than Senses Fails' last album. That's my little dig there. But I wouldn't be surprised because I think they did fucking really, really well, especially as a DIY band. Though, of course, Franz does own Stay Sick. So, I mean, he knows how to do things as a label. So, I mean, I don't think it really counts that much. Yeah. And, I mean, I will say, like, I would love to
2: tour with Attila. Like, because their crowds go crazy. Oh, yeah. And Franz no. is a really nice guy. Yeah,
1: believe it or not, so, I would love to tour with them. Just, I just wouldn't watch them side stage. Oh, <laughs> I would every single fucking night because you never know when Franz is gonna punch someone in the face. Sure, sure. Maybe I would just to be nice, but because that's just the kind of guy I am. Oh, you're, Franz, you're just such a sweetheart. I am. I try to be that pit of positivity.
2: Absolutely. But Franz, if you're ever listening, I hope I get to listen. I hope I get to tour with you someday. Franz man. does
1: listen. That is for sure. Absolutely. So once again. That's Attila with villain and it's a self-release.
0: Wake up in the mountain, take a piss and smoke a blood, push to stop the liberty.
1: And continuing on with the Franz tradition, we've got Dead Ships, D O A, on Stay Sick recordings. This is a metalcore, post-hardcore, radio rock band. This is their second full-length album, so it's a sophomore. I was about to say sophomore EP, and that would not make any sense to what I was just saying. It's a sophomore (laughs) album, eleven tracks, no fucking filler. (laughs) Man,
2: he's salty about Blood Youth.
1: I know it's everyone. I I just I'm so sick and tired of it. I just am. Front to back, put your best work out there and enjoy it. And that's what this was. Like I fucking love it. Clean and unclean vocals. I think they have three people doing vocals in this band, if I'm not mistaken. Oh wow. Yeah. And, And I think maybe for a harmonization. Also, I believe their guitarist does the clean vocals and their front, you know, their lead singer does the Unclean vocals, if I'm not mistaken. But he's got a ton of power in his voice, which I really enjoy. It's very catchy at times, melodic, sometimes anthemic, and really fucking good production. Sure. I thought that really stood out a lot for me on this album was the production because I'm going to bring up that one word I was bringing up before a lot variety. Mm -hmm. This album has a ton of variety. And it's done really, really well. And the production value knows how to make each one of those tracks stand out.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, Ian over here, this was like his favorite thing of the week. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I did like this album. I mean, I didn't connect to it as much as Ian did. But, yeah, I like the vocals. I like the the guitar work. I love the production. Uh, You know, I'm not gonna pretend I have like a whole lot to say about it because Ian pretty much just stole everything. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I recommend it if you are into like metalcore, post-hardcore, you know, like Ian was saying, or a little bit of radio rock.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's what was so impressive to me is normally I also don't like radio rock, and maybe even people are gonna take that as I'm making like some kind of a diss to them sure. as well. But there's there's a talent to making a song that can be on the radio and still be one lyrically good but then also the other still be heavy at the times it should be and this mm-hmm. album has slower you know slower quieter spots in it but they do a great job of being heavy at the times that they should be heavy and that's right. what i enjoy a lot and everyone in this whole band is ridiculously talented I I didn't find a flaw in anything they were doing whatsoever. And I don't know, man, I just, I fucking, I, this blew me out of the water because I was not expecting it. It had nothing to do with it being stay sick. It had nothing to do. Like I had just never heard of this band, which was a surprise to me as well. And then once I listened to, I was like, holy shit, they've got everything that I want in this album. Like they just went, they went for it. And I think that's what I really enjoy. And I can tell the passion that they had, I wasn't like, oh, shit, these lyrics again. It yeah. it just didn't hit me that way. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I mean, crap. I forgot exactly what I was going to say. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, people, this is not scripted.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is uh, totally 100% raw, like the WWE
1: Network. But um, what, a, what a plug. What a plug. <laughs> <laughs> we are totally sponsored by Vince McMahon. Yeah. We're getting that fucking cash money's baby. <laughs> cash money.
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah at the end of the day I think this is a great album and oh yeah I remember what I was going to say now I okay. was I was really surprised when that Attila was not your album of, the, uh, album of the week I was really surprised
1: look Attila was the first album I listened to and mm-hmm. I was like look I really enjoy this it's everything I want from an Attila album and then I was making my way through these and I was just like man there's so much good music this week and then I listened to Dead Ships and I was like holy shit Nothing is going to outperform this band for me. Blood Youth oh, oh, <laughs> Hey, wow. Hey, like I said, I enjoyed Blood Youth, <laughs> but this album like I'm I'm talking I look, it's February right now, and I have to continue to keep my track of running albums for Best of the Year. There's no way that this album isn't on my best of the year tracker. I also have to mention Ghost Iris as well.
2: Sure. Yeah, there was just so much good music this week, man. I was really surprised that like, because normally I'm able to give everything this like a standard three listens. Yeah. But this week I I had to pick and choose which ones I was going to listen to more because there was just so much good music.
1: There was. And that's what, (laughs) wow, man, my voice is going. And the other thing about that is, you know, we actually cut some albums as well. Right. So that's kind of a big deal. And for me, I was just listening to Dead Ships. Like I listened to everything multiple, multiple times. And then I was like, okay, Dead Ships it is. And I just continued listening and listening. So, yeah, man, I'm going to go back. I'm going to listen to their first album. I'm going to check out the stuff that they're doing. And, yeah, I can't speak highly enough about this band. And when a band comes around like this, I just get very happy. That's all.
2: Sure. Yeah, definitely.
1: And I wish I could talk because that would also (laughs) help with portraying my emotions towards music. But what can you do? You know what would help? Limp biscuit.
2: Yeah, just have more appreciation for good dad rock like me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that always helps me. That's just not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. So anyways, so we can round out this. Once again, this is Dead Ships D-O-A, on Stay Sick Recordings.
0: What well, doesn't
1: Alright man, we made it through and now to talk about next week's or this week's brand new releases we're going to have Boy Becomes Hero, While She Sleeps, Mark Morton, "In Flames," Demon Hunter, Youth, F- ah, Youth Fountain, "Mast Intruder, and Traitors. Because I originally thought Traitors was last week but I think it's actually yeah. out like today or tomorrow or something like that. So once again I think We're going to have a good amount to talk about next Mm -hmm. week as well. I've already heard While She Sleeps, so Uh they sent that to me. So we'll have to talk about that a little bit later. But for sure, there's going to be a lot we're going to be talking about. But as you can tell, my voice is getting to its end point. I have way more Ian Hates Conversation interviews to do this week. So we're going to have to call this for now. So let's go to the end of the show.
0: Do you think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine? You're mistaken, my friend. Take yourself, rise, pause, be right be a self-righteous poster, wannabe writer, candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass, damn it! Shove it up your ass! So we'll do that,
2: Einstein!
1: All right, James. It is end of the show time. Do you have any plugs for anyone?
2: Yeah. um, So... I don't know if any of you are friends with me on Facebook. I know Ian nope. is, and I know ja- I know Jackson is. <laughs> but listeners, I don't know. But maybe you are. I, I don't know. But anyway, uh, I am going to be taking an indefinite hiatus from social media just to focus on my mental health and help get that under control. I'm sure many of you listening can relate to that. You know, uh, I will be back. Just I, do, I don't know when. But If you wanted to follow me in the meantime and and look at all my terrible memes that I've posted in the past, uh, it is words in the James uh, pretty much on all my social medias. And if you wanted to check out my music, uh, no original music right now, just all covers. Uh, I've done Metalcore, like I said last week, Metalcore covers, I mean covers, anything you want. Uh, That's just at James
1: Bozenka, B-O-Z-E-N-T-K-A. Thank you, James. And then once again, if you need to get in contact with me on Twitter, at IanHatesPodcast, on Instagram and Facebook, at IanHates. And then you can always email me, IanHates at gmail. Wow. IanHates at com. This is fucking ridiculous, man. I don't know why this is happening right now and why it's taking so long to fucking go away. But it's not like I don't do talking for a living, right? So I guess yeah. this is important. But anyways, contact me there where I don't have to use my voice and I can type nice messages to you. Also, there are many, many more Ian Hates Conversations, Ian Hates Love, a whole bunch of stuff coming. I also have a huge announcement of another project as well, but I can't go into that now and I might as well save my voice anyways. So there might be one or two episodes this week, which is kind of low because normally I put like three episodes out a week. But... I don't know if that's going to be possible with how sick I've been. So I'm glad to be able to do this with James now. And thank you very much, James. Thank you all for listening. Much, much appreciated. James, do you have any final words for everyone?
2: Just keep on rolling, baby. That's
1: so awful. (laughs) Every week. (sighs) And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.
0: So goodbye to so everyone. I'll be for long. Your intention is you This is your deserved song. So. I'll